Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Madison with two I's, an N, and a Y or something, but not where you think. <laughs> two N's and one Y. But it's not where you think. But anyway, we're going to go and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. With um, one Y, but it's where you think. Where it? Where would the Y be where you think it is? M-Y-C-H-A-E-L? Yeah. Just replace the I with a Y? That's... Okay, look, if your name is Michael with a Y, I'm very sorry. That's that's just an unfortunate spelling. My name's Michael with a B, personally. That's how but I you spell, spell your name weird, so. Yeah, I do. With a B. Um, but anyway. Um, so yes, we are gonna talk about She-Hulk episode three, four, four. Or um, if you have not seen that yet, that is last week's She-Hulk episode. Uh, do not worry, we will not spoil it until about 40 minutes from now. So you are good to go. We're going to get to Dylan's news first. Dylan, what did you find this week? All right. So we got plenty of news this week because of yeah. obviously D23. D23Z. Good because my like... news is weak or like pretty small this week. Okay, cool. Well, I'll make up for it. I, I knew you would. It wasn't quite as like bombastic in the Marvel department, you know, as maybe some had anticipated. Sure. Um, But there's still a lot there's of There's still stuff some to stuff through. to talk about, though. Yeah. Um, so I'll go through one panel was Marvel, Star Wars, and Fox, and then the other one was Disney and Pixar. Yeah. So we'll do the Marvel Star Wars Fox one first. Yes. You know. Um, we got a Mandalorian season three trailer. We did. There wasn't too much here that was new, but it was um it like kind of hinted at like the conflict between Bo Katan and Mando and um got some Grogu content, you know, but there wasn't I feel like Mandalorian trailers are notoriously not like too revealing you know what i mean right the trailer was very good um i can tell you uh monica had already seen it at star wars celebration it's the same trailer that they showed the fans at star wars celebration oh bummer so yeah uh monica my sister manager was um at t23 and so she got to see all the stuff that's cool does she have yeah. a good time overall does yes he, any, yes. any reviews um okay i don't know if you're getting to it but yeah her 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 surprise hit other than all the star wars stuff was indie okay cool she said that, that, which i don't think we've seen so like i don't think that trailer is actually out for realsies but she said the indie trailer indie 5 was way better than you would expect it to be Ooh, okay something to look forward to yeah and she's not even a big built-in indie fan which I, I asked, I was like, are you just a big indie fan? She goes, no, not really. So that that's, that's exciting because I'm definitely not an indie fan. <laughs> that's Indiana Jones for those right. that don't know what we're talking about. No, indie comics. We don't like those. No, um, no exclusively. <laughs> okay, so we also got a trailer for Secret Invasion. I think they showed one at Comic-Con earlier, but now it's online for everyone to see. You yes. can see Nick Fury and um, Amelia Clark and... Uh, Rhodey, um, but I was most excited for Olivia Coleman. Obviously, not quite sure who she's playing. I'm sure it's public knowledge, um, but like, and it has Ben Mendelsohn obviously returning as a scroll dude. Martin Freeman <laughs> returning. Someone's got to be a scroll, right? Like, of course. Who is the scroll? Is it Martin Freeman? Is it Olivia Coleman? No, it's going to be Nick Fury. It's the one we think is safe the whole time. It's Nick Fury. You think? No, hmm. I'm. They already did I that. Di- I just made that. Did they? Yeah, remember Fury and Maria Hill were scrolls in um, Spider-Man oh, yeah. Far From Home? I do remember that now. They could do it again. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> they could. I'm still not sure exactly what this is going to be because I feel like the excitement of Secret Invasion revolves around the Avengers and any Avenger could be a scroll. Um, so I think it's just going to be like an espionage thing and like Secret Invasion in name mostly. Kind of like Age of Ultron, right. Civil War, and Infinity War. Like I think it's just going to be loosely based on that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I agree because I, I think it's definitely if you're going and expecting the comic event, you're going to be disappointed. Um, it is going to be a, a scroll based thing, but it's not going to be the thing you're hoping it's going to be. <laughs> Scrolls will be there, and they'll probably be invading. Yeah, and it will be a secret. It, wow. But that'll be it. Well, you know, they really should just call us scoopers at this point. Yeah, so. that's you heard it here first. Um, okay, so 
this might be the one that's most exciting for me, but it's a little controversial online. The Thunderbolts movie, we've known about it. Yes. It's coming, but we got a lineup officially, and it's not the one everyone thought it was going to be. It's not where you think. It's not what you think. Okay, so the lineup <laughs> is Red Guardian uh, from Black Widow, Ghost from Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, U.S. Agent from Falcon and Winter Soldier, Taskmaster from Black Widow as well, and Florence Pugh from Black Widow, obviously, uh, or Yelena Belova, sorry. Yes, and uh, wow. Bucky, Bucky from everything, you know? So it's right. a lot of uh, people, the big complaint online, surprise, surprise, there's complaints. Wow, what? It's Yeah, yeah. That they all have like the same powers and that they like don't have powers. You know what I mean? So right. It's kind of like, what's the point then? But, um, isn't that, I like, don't know. I don't know. That's kind of like the deal with Thunderbolts. Like, I don't know. Like, my favorite Thunderbolt lineup, I think, is half and half. It had Punisher who didn't have powers, Electro who didn't have powers. Um, but you also had Venom and Agent Venom and Ross. Red Hulk. Oh, yeah. Red Hulk. Yeah. There's always been, yeah, it's always been a mix. You're right. But, I think people wanted Abomination and they wanted Zemo because Zemo is the leader of the Thunderbolts in the comics. So okay. it is interesting that he's not on this team. Also, uh, uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine is also I, on the poster. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, she's Julia not in it, She's like recruiting them. It seems that way. Yeah. She's the... I think this is like... I don't want to say it's like this, but it does seem a little bit like Marvel's Suicide Squad you know oh um just absolutely same concept and she seems like the amanda waller you know what i mean right um but i'm very excited about this movie because i like all these characters it's basically it seems like it's black widow 2 a little bit you know or it's like mm-hmm. uh a falcon and winter soldier black widow characters uh continuation because that's pretty much what everyone in this is from except for ghost right um so I'm excited. I, we've, Me too. We've kind of like complained a bit about how or wondered where Marvel's going with certain things and where it's leading to. And it seems like with these two properties, this is where this was leading to. And I'm hoping they kill some people off. I think that'd be cool. You know, that would be excellent. You know, like um, I, this, this could be one of the, the things that really shakes it up, I think. Yeah. Like, shakes up the formula. Like, like, we. I mean, they've been doing that a lot lately anyway. I mean, look at She-Hulk. And Ms. Marvel. And those are so well received by everyone. Uh, yeah, I don't Wong, know. Things Wongers are changing. Yeah. Wongers. Um, but <laughs> you know what? With Marvel, I feel like like yes, something some things are changing with Marvel in that like there's a little bit more diversity now, you know? Mm-hmm. But like I feel like I keep seeing people online and it's getting worse, like they're like, oh, what's changed? Like, Marvel's not what it used to be. And I feel like, hear me out. Star Wars fans I, are listening. notoriously a little toxic and kind of hate Star Wars, you know, some of them. Uh, yes. Um, Excuse me. I you. think that's because they grew up with Star Wars and now it's like not what they, not the same magic as when they grew up. And I feel like we're getting that now a bit. Like, people grew up with Marvel. It's like been around long enough that now they're like adults like we are. Myself included, right. I grew up with Marvel and they're like, what's changed? And it's like, you grew up. You know, like, <laughs> right? Mutant. Like, I don't know. Do you feel like that's a factor at all that like people like have this childhood out. or younger memory like, of Marvel and it's yeah, not living up to of it? Of course, it's like, man, yes, definitely. Um, that that is a thing. Marvel has not aged as fast as the fans have. So, if you like, when did when did Iron Man start? Two thousand twelve, two thousand eight, I think. Two thousand eight. Okay, so I was four years out of high school. I graduated in 04. But I mean, I was still like early 20s, right? So I I was just getting into my delving into being into cinema, if you will. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like be, developing pretentious opinions, thinking Tarantino's great, you know, whatever. Stupid <laughs> crap that a yeah. young person does. Um, you know, so I liked it. I thought it was great. And it, I still do. I don't want to retroactively say those movies are bad. Um, but like, they've always sort of been the same thing, you know, like they haven't really evolved a lot. Uh, the TV I think is pretty different and you'll get things like Endgame, which is, you know, um, like an achievement. Um, but again, not like a technical achievement, more like a, I'm impressed that they were able to string together this much crap for this long and satisfy 
so many people. That's very impressive. Yeah, that's true. It's not like a storytelling or like, you know what I mean? A, a technical craft achievement, but I think definitely there is a subset of the Marvel fandom who have gotten too old for the product and haven't realized that or, or not too old. I should say like, it's sort of like um, myself personally, like I went through a period when I was in late high school and further where I didn't watch animation. And so I just okay. missed out on a lot of movies because I was too, I grew out of too it. Cool. Right? Yeah, it was too cool. Right. Exactly. So like I missed yeah. out on a lot of stuff and I, I wasn't there. That, that didn't mean that doesn't make cars any better or worse. That just means I wasn't <laughs> there for it, you know, like, yeah. Um. So I think there's a lot of that that could be attributed to this. I think you're right. This thing with Marvel hate. And I think this, like, even if it's not conscious, like Marvel relies a little bit on like suspension of disbelief and imagination to like fill in the gaps of things that like maybe aren't like, well, why would Ghost be on a team with Yelena Belova? Like, it's like things that maybe are are easier when you're younger. You know what I mean? True. Um, But like people seem to be forgetting how to just have fun. Like, why is She-Hulk twerking? Like, just roll with it. Like, just... Have fun. Yeah. Like, okay. Don't be well, so well, serious. Let me, let me push that right back to you though, Dylan. We would always make fun of the people who would say, oh, the DC movies are just, are just a turn your brain off type of a fun, you know, you just can't have fun at the movies. Why don't you enjoy Suicide Squad? It's just a fun movie. You know, that I, yeah. now I disagree with that because I feel like we're talking about two different types of fun, but that would be the pushback argument, I think, to us specifically. Well, yeah, I could agree with that. And I, there's no obviously wrong way to receive a movie. Um, there's right. no like objectively wrong way to do it. But I, my opinion is that no, I disagree. They're both fun types of movies, but the Mar- I think the Marvel ones are in general more thought out and well crafted and meticulously crafted, you know, versus right. maybe what I see is like a sloppier presentation from DC, you know? True. I agree. I, I, I completely agree with that. So I love fun movies like that. You know, me too. I love the fast and the furious movies. There's like, you do, there's a formula and like a magic to doing it well that like hits me. And then there's sometimes when it's like a quote fun movie and it's not fun, mm-hmm. then that's like the worst I think. I don't know. I'd rather see like a, a bad drama than a bad, like a fun movie. That's not fun. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, it's very upsetting. Bad, bad and not fun is the worst time to be in a theater. Yeah. So, but that being said, I think Thunderbolts will be fun. I think if you think about these characters' dynamics and how they're going to interact, like there's a bunch of strong personalities. I hope it. I hope like maybe. I expect a lot from it, honestly. I, what I want from this movie, I know we're a few years out. Um, I want Yelena to put. Uh, U.S. agent or Wyatt Russell's oh, character, like yeah. in his place. I feel like he's going to think I should be leading this team. Sure, and she's going to be like, no, no, and here's why. That's what I hope we get, but we'll see. Um, they showed a first look at Loki season two, but we didn't okay. see it. But they announced that uh, Ki He Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once is joining as a TVA agent. That's very exciting to me. I'm glad things are happening for him because, you know, his whole story of not getting roles and kind of quitting acting because of that. Right. So. Obviously, everything everywhere is opening doors for him, and that's really cool. I'm excited for him to be in that. That's very good. Um, Daredevil Born Again, we got a couple of details. They haven't shot it yet, so there's not much. But Monica got to see uh, a clip at D23. Um, I don't think really there was cool. any footage. Oh, there. maybe not. Maybe not a footage. She saw she saw some Daredevil stuff. As yeah, they did a little presentation. She-Hulk. Oh, okay. Maybe they showed him in the next episode of She-Hulk, which we haven't seen yet. Right. Makes sense. Um, They didn't really say much about it. They said it's going to be emotional. Really emotional. It'll be 18 okay. episodes, like we like we thought. Man, 18. That's so many. I know. It's like three that's seasons so, of a, that's of so a normal vintage. show. Like, I know. They just got to get to 22, and then they're a proper remember, network show. Remember when that's how TV used to be? It's exhausting. I guess, I guess that's how network TV still is, but like I can't I don't have time for that, dude. People complain that Marvel is too short, and I think it maybe feels that way because of the weekly watching, you know? Maybe sure. 18 is a happy I don't know. Maybe people will be happy with 18. We'll see. I hope there's little arcs within that 18, because 18's a long time to, to tell be, one story. You gotta you gotta hook them, man. What if they're like 10 minutes long each? <laughs> like, haha, psych. Dude, they have to be so good though, because 
they're taking the most well-received Netflix character. Um, now, granted, I think you and I both preferred Jessica Jones if we had to pick one of the group. Yeah, but, but they're I, both equally as good, I think, like right, quality-wise. Right. But like Daredevil, I think, is more universally accepted as like mm-hmm. the best of the Netflix shows. Yeah. So they really have a lot to live up to because um, there's going to be a lot of preconceived notions about what the show should be. It's going to be hard, a hard tightrope to it's walk. Very, it's got to be yes. not TVMA, but dark. And they have to manage expectations too. Like they, I, I think they got, they got to get out ahead of it and make sure there's a lot of marketing and media about it so that you can really get what the tone is before the thing's out. I think we're going to have some interesting stuff to talk about next week uh, after the Matt Murdock She-Hulk episode. You know, yes. I think that might be a little bit of a precursor for what the sh- his show will be, at least his character, but we'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a Star Wars Andor trailer. I assume the final trailer because it's yes. coming out September twenty first with a three episode premiere. Um, not much new story wise that we didn't already know, but they showed Mon Mothma, Cassian, you know, Sagarera, the lot. Um, I've maintained that the show looks really good. Like I think, I think it has so the, strong, the strongest trailers of any of the Star Wars shows. I don't disagree. But it does have the dead character prequel going against it i say it every time but like that being said i think it's gonna be really good right and i think it looks awesome we only have a little bit more to wait and 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 i didn't even really care for rogue one all that much i know i'm in the minority here how dare you that's the best star war ever okay no i don't know people really love that movie though so i can see where they're capitalizing on it oh well yeah of course um okay so we got uh i'm the Marvel project that I'm most excited for, one of the ones, is the Marvels. And we yes. got uh, some more information about it. It's been filmed. They showed a trailer at the convention, but not online, unfortunately. I really wish we could see it. Um, I actually heard the audio of it on TikTok, mm-hmm. but not the not the video. But this is the movie with Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, um, and Kamala Khan. Yes. And um, Nick Fury. Uh, so... Apparently, the trailer showed them switching places with one another. I think Monica was mm-hmm. on a, uh, like, in a spaceship with Fury, you know, mm-hmm. um, or leading like a little a little spacecraft, and then Kamala switches with her, um, mm-hmm. so she's like suddenly in space. Um, but it looks like it's gonna be lots of fun. I don't yeah. know. We got some cast portraits, and they were very intimidating. Monica, my employee, Monica, not Monica Rambo, uh, said that the trailer was <laughs> cool, was cool, or the did she okay the clip was cool. Is she a fan of Captain Marvel or yes. like the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's so maybe like Captain if, Marvel. if you like that, you'll like this too. She doesn't love all Marvel stuff. Like she's definitely not like a diehard uh, Marvel right. fan. Um, so that meant that meant a lot to me that she thought that looked pretty good. That's cool. It was yeah. kind of sad, like a little bit, like a little bit of like a annoying moment. Cause like they do all these interviews there too. And Brie Larson, they were like, how long are you going to play Captain Marvel for? And she was like, I don't know. How long do people want like, <laughs> she's kind of down on it like how long do people want me to do it you know like right Jeez. um clearly she's aware of the incels but uh i think she's like she's making fun of them online as of a couple days ago tweeting photos like incels explode or something like that so <laughs> good for her i want her to just like realize that we want her as captain marvel we do the vast majority does yep i'm about it we'll see people can change their minds when the marvels comes out you see We'll they, they, y'all better like y'all better quit hating stop, <laughs> stop hating um and watch miss marvel uh Absolutely. so they did a new trailer for black pan black panther wakanda forever oh yeah didn't uh, see it monica said it was incredible okay so that, that she said that was the best thing that marvel had was the black black panther trailer <sighs> that first trailer is so good like yeah i don't know it, the music's amazing for wakanda forever so this one like i can't even imagine how they're gonna top that yeah, um, she didn't describe the the de- the full details to me, but I I, I mean I, I trust her. <laughs> if she said it looks great, it looks great. Apparently, it opens with Angela Bassett's um, saying Angela Bassett saying the king is dead, Black Panther is gone, and we have lost our protector. So mm. awesome. We'll see. We've maintained that this is going to be the most impressive, like win if they're able to do it really well but i I feel like it's going to be good there's no way this movie doesn't perform at the very least 
like whether it's good or not, I guess, but there's no way it doesn't perform. Yeah, I'm sure it'll perform well, but if it's like critically acclaimed and really well received by fans, then that's going to be like a huge feat, I feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we also got an Indiana Jones 5 first trailer. We yes, didn't. They did. Monica said it was Monica, great. She loved that. Loved it. it I, I figured something was up with it because I was watching this. Someone in the audience was streaming it on TikTok, but they would stop it every time they showed a trailer because they didn't want to get like banned, you know? So sure. it was just like the talking parts. And then and Kevin Feige came on right after Indiana Jones and they were all talking about how how good that was. And I was like, oh, that would have been cool to see, but... I'm sure it'll be soon, right? Yeah, they have to incentivize going to D23. So I get it. Right. Because they need that crowd reaction for... Yeah, some exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not like they have it forever. Like, we'll see it eventually, you know? We got several new trailers. Right. Um, Captain America, New World Order. They talked about it a bit. They confirmed that Tim Blake Nelson, who was in the 2008 Incredible Hulk movie, is the leader. He's returning. Um, wow. Okay. After after 14 years. Good. Uh, good. Glad they got him back. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't have been the same without him. It would not. Without Tim um, Blake. Not too much to go on with this movie, but, you know, it's the Sam Wilson Cap movie. I feel like it sells itself. You know, right. like, it's going to be awesome. Definitely. Definitely um, they did some Ant-Man and Wasp stuff. They showed a, a trailer again, just like they did at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, but not for us. Um, just more Kang stuff, and they yep. uh, Feige said it's going to lead directly into um Avengers Kang Dynasty, which okay. is pretty obvious, I think, because Kang well, is in both of those things. That, that that does make sense. Okay, and I have uh one more Marvel. Uh, this is one I'm, I really want to know your opinion about the right. uh, Werewolf by Night trailer. Okay. What did you think? Um, I liked it. I liked it, but I know you like are probably more into the like 40s horror I'm not vibe um, I'm I'm not um I I think it looks good I I definitely don't like revere the universal classic monster movies I mean they're cool I like them okay. but like I'm not that's You're not, not going to be that's, it, not, like... that's no that's not going to be like uh, an instant aesthetic that gets my attention um but but that being said I thought it looked really cool and I thought that's a really good play for for this for the werewolf Yeah movie. That's super cool. I agree. Like as they try and branch out with more like quote genres, I feel like doing little gimmicks is like the way to differentiate, you know, when you get like five Marvels a year, you know, you got to do something. So I think that's a cool spin on this. I I feel like it's probably a little informed by WandaVision, like in how well that worked. Yeah. So they're like, let's try this too. But um, black and white is a choice. I don't know. How are people going to receive that? Wait, when does it come out? It comes out this October. Well, then I think it, as long as it comes out for Halloween, perfect. No problems. If it came out mid mid year or something, like I think people would be less into the vibe than when it's spooky Agreed. season. I think that's a calculated risk. I'm hoping it's received well. I'm hoping it's good, obviously, but um, it has Gael Garcia Bernal who's playing Werewolf by Night, and there's Man Thing in the trailer too. People were excited for Man Thing. Right. Um, we had a bunch of people coming in looking for man thing stuff. We got a giant size man thing on the live sale tonight. What? We got we got a first Jack Russell who is werewolf the by night. Oh yeah, that's kind of a lame real name. It's um, really maybe unfortunate. We'll just call him werewolf in the show, but uh, Wolfie. And this is a special. We should say that it's not a series. It's just a Halloween special. So that's perfect. Seeing in theaters will be cool. I hope they do something. I don't know, like a fathom event type of a thing. Yeah, but they won't. No. Um. Okay, I got to move on to Disney. Okay. There was other Star Wars stuff that we didn't get to see. There was sure. a Willow trailer that didn't particularly excite Michael or I that we enough to talk about. It's too bad because um, I love that property. I'm gonna rapid fire some Disney reveals. Okay. Yes. Um. Inside Out two. Yeah. Amy Poehler returning. Uh. Some of them not returning because they didn't get paid enough. Very interesting. We'll see how that wow. uh, okay. pans out. Wish, which is a movie about. Um, it's a Disney animation movie about the how the wishing star came to be. Uh-huh. Um, whenever Mar- Disney uh, reveals an animated fi- feature, they just show like a logo and they're like a little little premise. So we don't know yet. Uh, they announced Elio, which is about a young boy who becomes the ambassador for Earth and like a United Nations of aliens in outer space. And wants you to call you by his name. Yeah. Okay. This is the second time, Michael, with with Luca. 
mm-hmm. calamari by me by by your name and now elio <laughs> i'm like what's going on at pixar you know do they right. did they watch the movie did they like it they, when's they the luca guadagnino pixar movie coming out <laughs> um, uh yeah but apparently he has to prove that the best part of being human is being yourself oh Aww. and the friends you make along the way yeah okay cool and oliver um okay well <laughs> there's a uh something okay hold on no that's not important um win or lose we've talked about it before yes. uh it's a it's the first pixar tv show um long form show right 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 right. it's about um like a baseball game and it's each episode's gonna be from a different point of view from each player it's mm-hmm. very exciting because pixar doing, doing a show is pretty cool they announced elemental which is a oh, yeah yeah I saw Pixar that. movie. It's like a water dude and a fire lady. Wow, and a wind person, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Ember and Wade. Those are their names. Get it? Uh, like fire. I yeah. don't get it. I'm stupid. You got to remind me. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway. Um. The big one. No. No. I'll say the big one for last. We got a. This one's not exciting to me. A Mufasa prequel. Uh, who cares? Which dude? is another live action Lion King prequel. Bro, come on. Um, I did not like that movie, and nope. I care even less about a dead prequel that, character. That What's with that, Michael? When can we stop it? Why, just, why does it keep happening? The movie was bad and not fun, as we said earlier. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, I yeah. I need a Mufasa movie. I don't. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Like, I don't need a prequel for a dead character from a franchise that wasn't very good, or the live action version, anyway. Yeah. Gross move on um snow white live accents coming out 2024 i generally right. like i like some of the i like more the princess ones i think so i'm pretty excited about that um there's a peter pan movie called peter pan and wendy live yeah. action uh streaming 2023 so it's been demoted oh, um rip. there's a show the haunted mansion trailer that we haven't seen uh, monica Disney loved Chan- that oh did she she, okay. yeah, she said the haunted mansion was really good i have no attachment to haunted mansion Same. but i'm down for anything spooky so right i'll watch it um, we got a trailer for Disenchanted, which is Enchanted Two. Um, yes. it's on Disney Plus, and it looks like it, uh, <laughs> like not a theater movie, you know? Right. But we stand Amy Adams, so oh, I'm here course. for it. Uh, Hocus Pocus Two trailer, another Disney Plus special. That one's coming out pretty soon, September thirtieth. Are you a big Hocus Pocus fan? It's fine. I oh. like it. I like it, but it's kind of to me, it's a little overrated oh, is that what you're gonna say a little overrated i do like it but like it's not an every year watch for me at all but it is for a lot of people not me it either. is but it like is. it seems to have gained pop- popularity in it, the past few years somehow yeah, too. and there's just merch everywhere for it yeah year round just hocus pocus all types of stuff but the big trailer from disney was the little mermaid live action teaser it wasn't really yes. a full trailer but we, it's the typical, like, you got the music, the swelling orchestral, uh, you know, Little Mermaid sounds. And then you get a yeah. little bit of Halle Bailey singing uh, Part of Your World. Yes. And that's it. I, you see I, her face once. I'm about it. I thought it looked really good. I thought this trailer was so good. It's like the perfect, this is, this is my favorite kind of trailer. Like a little bit like, here's what it is. Goodbye. It like, gives I you just that. enough. Yeah, and her voice is so good. Like, absolutely. I think I feel like we're gonna be blown yeah. away by it. I think it's real good. <laughs> I think it's gonna be really, really good. Um, um, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I love Little Mermaid. It was one of my favorites growing up. Me too. Um, I like the underwater look because it kind of just looks like it's not. It's not like obscured, but the hair looks underwater, right. which I think is enough. It doesn't need to be Aquaman, you know. Um. Uh, but just as a reminder, has uh, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula? I don't know. Javier Bardem is Bardem as King Triton. Um, some guy as a uh, Prince Eric. Aquafina as Scuttle. Um, okay. I don't know. I'm very Aquafina as Scuttle. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's, that's that's good casting. But yeah, that's yeah. The whole thing's I think going to be good. But um, you know, it spawned what you'd expect uh right of course of course it does the video has more dislikes than likes uh and apparently and um i i hate that get a life it's like it's becoming harder and harder to like to I be feel nice like, about it i feel like some people like i feel no i feel confident saying all 
with the, in this case who are like upset that Ariel is black. Um, like not only need to touch grass and go outside, but like <laughs> I feel like they become a satire or a parody of themselves being like, well, mermaids are white. You know, like if she's in the deep sea, she would never see the sun and she'd clearly be like, stop. Like mermaids are fictional. Do you, do you hear? She's a fish, dude. Like she's a fish yourself? lady. She's half fish. Like chill out. I don't know. It's like, like is that that's where you draw the line is whether I, the sun would touch her skin or not to get out of town. If that's your real complaint, leave. Her friend is a talking flounder and you know, a witch takes her voice. Like let's an uh, octopus. An octopus right. takes her voice. But the so skin like, let's color. chill out. I don't know. I try and see the other side, Michael. I really do. I try and I know you do, and you're you're sim- a better man for it. But I can't this time. Can you? <laughs> no. I All can't. Right. I simply can't. Okay, I, got, I got one more little comic news. Marvel Ooh. announced their next big event. It's called Dark Web. It's a Spider-Man X-Men crossover. Okay. And Madeline Pryor and Ben Riley, who's evil now, are teaming up to uh, reignite an inferno that will send Spider-Man and the X-Men into a spiral. Um, it starts with, uh, it has it's bookended by two one-shots, and it's a crossover between the Spider titles and X titles. But I think so it looks pretty that, good. I hope that implies that we're going to get Spiral as a character, because I really like Spiral. We'll see. I, I think that'd be really cool. But this That's all should, be, should be soon. So Yep. Awesome. Let's hear about the live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. And join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to pick Midnight Suns number one from uh, Ethan Sachs, Luigi Zagaria, and David Nakayama. Uh, it's uh, Wolverine, Magic, Ghost Rider, Blade, Psylocke, and more. I don't remember. No, but not Psylocke. I don't know why I said Psylocke. Nico. Uh, Nico, excuse me. Um, it's a, a purple magic lady, all right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, anyway, it looks super cool. Uh, comes out this week, so come check it out. Some great covers, too. And the game just got a release date in like I think December second right. or something like that. It's finally yes. coming out apparently. Midnight Suns with a U. Yes, yeah, but not where you think. <laughs> just never mud night. Yeah, <laughs> mud. <laughs> uh, mud night Suns. All right, what's your pick, Dylan? Okay, I normally pick a number one, but this week I'm picking Superman of Kal El number fifteen. Uh, this is the Tom Taylor uh, Son of Superman book. Obviously, yeah. Um, it's really good. It's my favorite DC book right now. Um, everything Tom Taylor does is good. I think um, this is no exception. But this issue is pretty special because there's like a reveal in it that I think is really cool. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's my pick. And awesome. you can pick up the graphic novel too if you can't find the single issues. Yes. Excellent. Um, yes. Let's get to my news here. So, um, so my first. So it's mostly wrestling news here, um, and it's all one big story. Except I have one small story from New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is pretty exciting. New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced a new brand as part of an international expansion. So New Japan Pro Wrestling is the biggest Japanese wrestling company. Big deal. We all know this. Um, They do have, uh, uh, during COVID or right before COVID, they started NJPW Strong, which is their North American brand. And that would feature mostly American wrestlers um, with some, you know, Japanese guests every now and again. Um, and that show has been very well received. It has its own championship belt and there's been a lot of really good matches and stuff put on through that. Um, now they have their new, um, international show that is going to be taking place in New Zealand and Australia. Um, so it's going to be called NJPW Tamashi. Um, so it is taking place mostly out of the, well, so they have their own New Zealand dojo and they're going to be pulling talent from there and plenty of Australia's top wrestling names. Um, this is going to be starting November 11th and 13th, which is very exciting. Um, but they're going to have big names like um, big 
so to kick it off, you got to have like some of the stars. So they're going to have Kenta, uh, Taiji Ishimori, and Bad Luck Fale, who is not a big star, well, anymore, but whatever. So very cool. Um, we're going to see all sorts of people um, show up on this thing. So it's nice to see some positive wrestling news um, in a two weeks where it's been pretty <laughs> chaotic. So chaotic that Dylan asked me last week, are you going to be covering this AEW news or whatever's going on in AEW? Uh, and yeah, I, I heard about it. Yeah, that's how you know it's serious. When it comes across Dylan's Twitter, when wrestling intersects with whatever <laughs> it is that Dylan's on. Um, so just Megan the Stallion Twitter, that's right. Um, so I do have some horror news to get to. So skip skip a couple minutes if you don't care about this AEW drama. But it is juicy, juicy drama. Um, Uh-oh, so here we go. So I'll I'll try to I'm I'm gonna talk to Dylan here, who is not a big wrestling fan. So I'm gonna try to explain it in a way that is interesting. And not having to know about personnel or not, not know about wrestling itself. So it's, this all stems around CM Punk, Dylan, as a person that you I know, know him. Yes. The writer of Drax. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. The writer of Drax, the failed MMA fighter, CM Punk. Yes. Um, so CM Punk is a big WWE, was a big WWE superstar, um, had a very public beef with the company um, and then quit and retired and did other things. Uh, then showed up in AEW a year ago. Big deal for punk to come out of retirement no one thought he would ever do it he's here in aw showing up being cool um there were reports of some backstage drama um but there is a long-standing real life feud between cm punk and wrestler a wrestler named colt cabana um colt cabana is a, a very big independent wrestler um one of the biggest of all time or at least in the past 20 years independent wrestler when I say independent, I mean someone who's never signed with WWE or okay. AEW. AEW didn't exist at that point, but you know, um, CM Punk got him fired from Ring of Honor. They had several legal disputes, like real life issues. Um, and so, historically, they are like they do not work together. They they cannot work together. And CM Punk is very volatile. And CM Punk also has a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a diva backstage and calling himself a locker room leader and you know being a self-appointed head honcho amongst the talent um so anyway um this all comes to a head this whole thing starts when the real life champion this a lot of this comes up because aew doesn't script their in-ring interviews they let the wrestlers just sort of go which is ultimately better but uh hangman adam page was doing a promo with cm punk uh which is an interview where they're talking back and forth and hangman alludes to CM Punk being a diva and getting Colt Cabana fired. Um, and CM Punk did not like that, but then <laughs> wins the belt, wins the belt the following week, but then breaks his foot two days later. So he's gone for four months. So nothing comes okay. of it comes back. And the first thing he does is he's supposed to come out and call out John Moxley. That's, that's the deal. He's supposed to come out and call out this wrestler. He does not do that. He calls out Adam page who made the comment previously. And obviously, Hangman Adam Page was not booked to come out there, so he didn't. And so CM Punk just like went into business for himself, being very like unprofessional, because it makes you look like a punk, right? Like, if no pun intended, it's like Dylan, come out here and fight me. If you weren't already scheduled to do that, I'm not just gonna walk out here for no reason. This is a television program. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're just out here being difficult. Anyway, um, so then after this last pay per view they had two Sundays ago. Um, during the media scrum, CM Punk went all out. No pun intended, as that was the name of the pay-per-view. He laid into he 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 was he was shooting, which is uh, being for real, and he was laying into Colt Cabana, um, saying that uh, he had it's, it's embarrassing. I got to be up here talking about this stuff. Blah 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 blah. Um, and we have all these empty-headed EVPs, executive vice presidents. Uh, who are some of the wrestlers who founded the company, Hangman, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, basically just railing on the company, right? Um, for 20 minutes. And then as the, as these conferences go, different guys come up and do, do their talk. Apparently during this, the people that he called out, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, went to go confront him backstage. NCM Punk and his friend A. Steel threw punches. And one of them bit Kenny, like a steel bit Kenny Omega, uh, threw a chair at Nick Jackson and knocked him out. 
Um, it's, it's some crazy, so some big backstage fight. It's so embarrassing. Happened. It is. It's so embarrassing. Like it's it, it, it and honestly, it devalues the product because wrestling is fake fighting, right? Like it's the whole thing is like we're not actually fighting. We don't actually hate each other. And then like, oh no, but this is real, right? It just makes it weird. But anyway, they suspended everybody. They suspended CM Punk. They suspended uh, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, everybody that was involved in this, which is unfortunate because CM Punk just won the world title back and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks had just won the trios championships. So all those titles got vacated and they're having to scramble and do a bunch of stuff on it. They're now doing a third party investigation, um, including video interviews with everyone involved. Um, but it is cameras. Um, no, it was in a, it was in a dressing room. Okay. Um, it was right. So it, it is looking exceedingly more likely that CM Punk will be fired uh, is what seems to be what everybody's saying. Even though he's a big moneymaker. He is, he is, but he, he also tore his tricep in the match and he's out for eight months anyway. So um, there's, I don't really know. That's I, I think, I think you can't allow that. If, if the investigation does indeed show that punk started the fight, then he's got to go. You can't, you can't have that because then you can't allow that to continue backstage. I don't think anyway. Um, it's a or big they get more profit off of that, right? Well, say, so, oh, right. Okay. So that's the other thing is like what they should do is they're all adults, right? You should be able to get over it, turn it into an angle and then make a lot of money. That's what I mean. Yeah. But that, that's what happened with um, the wrestler MJF and Tony Khan, the guy that owns AW. They had a contract dispute. It got out. And so they worked it into a really big angle that paid off very, very well. And now MGF came back from his, you know, away time where he was mad about his contract and he is the most popular guy in the company. Like, but so anyway. let me ask you. Yeah. There, like, obviously, I mean, you're talking about it as if it's real, but like there's 0% chance that this Zero. is fake. Zero. This, what this, make, so I initially, I believe was, you, but what I, makes you say that? Um, all, all the journalists, um, particularly the the two most credible journalists, Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Sapp uh, have confirmed they're like, no, this is 100% not a work. Um, this is very serious because they're, they vacated the titles, Kenny Omega and all these people are removed from the posters for all the marketing. Everyone was taking out of the graphics, you know, it's no, it's, it's legit. It It is. It feels a little bit like the Will Smith thing where you and I were like fake you're like, right. Oh, wait, right. Well, <laughs> so I thought it was fake at first because the the media interview was on their official YouTube page, but it's down now. Um, but uh, I will say the the takeout the the standout line from this is uh, Ken, uh is uh, CM Punk uh, said that I'm in charge of a bunch of kids who couldn't manage a target, you know, uh, referring to Kenny Omega, um, and Kenny Omega has been seen in Japan uh, two days ago promoting some stuff and. Which leads to believe that he's not his suspension is not going to be forever, right? He's helping to promote their video game in Japan. Um, and there's a vi- little clip posted on someone else's on uh, this clothing brands uh, called Helming, uh, their uh, social media of him pretending to operate a, a cash register poorly, which a lot of people are saying is response to not being able to manage a target. Managing so, a target is really very, hard. Yeah, right. Ex- right. Exactly. That, that just shows how out of touch Stupid CM thing Punk to is. Say. Yeah. Like, you can't manage a target. Like that's a very hard job. Yeah. Um, whatever. Um. Also, Malachi Black, unrelated. Uh, Malachi Black, a very popular wrestler, has asked for his release uh, from AEW, um, and it was granted. Um, it was for mental. It was for uh, mental health reasons. It seems because he's also pulled out from all of his independent shows. So hope he is able to get get the help he needs. Um, moving on to our horror news very quickly. There's not too much. A new documentary came out today that I really want to see called The Rise of the Synths. It's a okay. uh, John. Car- it's a documentary about synthwave music narrated by John Carpenter. Um, and John Carpenter, if you don't know, has transitioned his career from director into being a synthwave artist. Did not know that. And his music is awesome. His music is very good. Because, I mean, if you think about it, he did all the music for his movies, which were essentially 80s synth themes, right? So he's yeah. al- he's just been doing it already. He's just continuing to do it. The first album he put out is an album called Lost Themes, and it was music he wrote for movies that he never got to use. 
Um, <laughs> but he has a bunch of albums and they're all awesome. Very good. If you've never listened to any of them, look them up. But so this is um, a documentary about, um, I haven't watched it, so I can't actually verify that it's good. Um, but it uh, is about uh, nine different um, artists from multiple countries in Europe who are really um, exploring the, uh, the 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 boundaries of synthwave, which is a re- one of my favorite genres of music. It's a very exciting genre. Are you familiar with synthwave, Dylan? Like artists like Gunship? I'm familiar with what it sounds like. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like Drive. <laughs> the soundtrack to Drive. Um, but anyway, there's that. Um, we got some news about the Jordan Peele's Nope is coming to um home video uh this Halloween, but excitingly, there's going to be deleted scenes and a feature length documentary uh as a special feature, which I'm very I'm very interested in that. I'm I would not be buying this normally on physical release, but I got to get it for the documentary. But here we are, but here we are back again. Um, very exciting for that. Um, Dylan, my second to last piece of news here um, is for Hellraiser. So we got some more photos, but I don't want you to click on this. I want to send it to you and I want you to look at it and I want your live reaction to this new Cenobite. Okay. 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 So Where are you the, sending it? Uh, in Discord. His name is The Mask, M A S Q U E. Okay. Um, and uh, here he is in all of his glory. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Oh. Look at really, really look at it. Like he's that's <laughs> that's, that's a that's an image. That's really um, goofy. Yeah. That coupled with how cool Pinhead looked, I'm just very What's the tone? Uh, What's the lane? I I don't know. What's the gesture he's doing too? Is it like I don't know? Like if you're he's like okay. nice to meet you. This is a very not safe for work graphic, by the way. So if you do search it, search it out, you can find it pretty easily. However, be warned, it is pretty graphic. Uh, it shows a lot of gore. I should say flayed flesh. Um, but yeah. very weird. So I don't know. However, they are going to be doing limited theatrical runs uh, or screenings of this movie at conventions, which is very disappointing that we don't get to see this in theaters. I still hold that the pinhead design looks really, really good. Um, yeah, so but I'm we, not. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't like yeah, it. Th- th- that took a turn that I didn't like. So we'll see. Um, our last bit of news. Um Maxine Triple X, but the, <laughs> and they are what you think. Um, Ty West has teased that the third X movie is inspired by the VHS boom of the 1980s. So that's right, they are doing a third Pearl movie or a third Mia Goth X movie, I yep. guess we should say. Um, there's a quick VHS style teaser popped up post credits, um, of Pearl, um, to reveal a 1985 setting, um, for, for this movie. Um, I don't know when it's co- oh no, I don't know when it's coming out. We don't have a we don't have a date, but I I assume this one is gonna have a little bit more of a budget than Pearl did as Pearl was filmed during downtime. Um, but the third movie quote follows Maxine after the events of X as the sole survivor who continues to journey towards fame and setting out and making it as an actri- actress in 1980s Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, so it's a sequel. Yeah. How do, how does how does Mia Goth come back from that? Like how are you not just like a crazy person who can't exist in normal life after the events of that film? Like that's crazy. Man, I don't know. Let's get to the tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. 
and we are back and we are going to talk about She-Hulk episode four. I should know the title of it, but I don't. Um, something about magic. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that would make sense. Um, and this episode was awesome. Um, also, full spoilers. Again, reminder, full spoilers for this episode. Um, if you care about that or you haven't seen it yet, you have been warned. Um, this episode was great. Um, it continues to get better every week. Yeah, it's my favorite one yet, too. Every time. Like, honestly, the first episode is weak at this point compared to these. Yeah, um, we hate that episode now. Yeah, it's garbage. I agree. But this one did the best job of being like a very clean formulaic, which has a negative connotation. But you know what I mean? Like, right. But, but like, formulaic show with right. balancing her personal life. I thought it did a really good job of that. Absolutely. I love, I loved the, uh, the stuff with her going on Matcher, the dating site. Yeah, not Tinder at all. Not not that. Right. No, not at all. Um, but I like that too because I like. I'm I'm sure they're gonna delve deeper into it, but I like the uh, like juxtaposition between like Jen and She Hulk. You know. Um, right. She's clearly. I'm not sure where they're going with it because she's clearly like way more comfortable being She Hulk. You know. Right. But like, I'm not sure if she feels more herself or if she's just like um feels like people accept her more if she looks that way and if she's like gonna choose to be that way like all the time or like i'm not i don't know where they're headed with that but i like like the duality there that they're exploring like when she had the one successful tinder date and then like when he woke up and it was jen and she made breakfast he was like goodbye i'm leaving that was so sad i know i was was, i mean we we you know what's coming but like yeah it it was very sad and you felt bad for her um and we're introduced to uh, Donnie Blaze, the the stage magician here, who has yeah. a sling ring. As we he find out, a, he was training at Camartage, but dropped out, I guess, and yeah. got to keep his sling ring, and uh, or pocketed it. I don't know. Yeah, or stole it, and now he's uh, performing as a magician, but he's doing dangerous stuff that Wong doesn't like. So Wong, Wong is su- Wongers is suing him, and. Uh, she-Hulk is representing Wong in this uh this, in this lawsuit. This is fantastic. I'm glad um, we got to see Wong again. Me too. I mean, She-Hulk mentioned it right in the or Jen mentioned it right in the beginning too about hey, Wong's back. We all like Wong, right? Um, yeah, she's like, we have Twitter armor for a week, so that's good. And I was like, it's kind of true because there hasn't been that much backlash from this one, you know? Right. That's so funny. Um, it's a, it's like it continues to impress me like how much they know how each episode is going to be received. Like, I know it shouldn't be surprising at all because there's, like, huge marketing teams who, like, it's their sole purpose to know this, you know? Right. But, like, the way that they're, like, it seems like they knew the last episode was going to be controversial. And now they're like, oh, cool, we got Twitter armor now. You know, it's like, it's I know. Almost, it feels like it's being written on the spot. But It's, it's really like, brilliant. The writing is well really, planned. really brilliant. Um, I'm about it. I um, and we get to get introduced to the new character, everyone's favorite, Madison. How's yeah. it spelled, Dylan? <laughs> um, Madison with two N's and one Y, but it's not where you think. <laughs> I love her so much. She's um, great. I was worried. I was like, she's going to be annoying um, when she first came out. But like, no, she was great. She was great. Yeah, I agree she with you. Is, I was like, is, is this going to be stupid? This is going to be too much. She's a witness. Um in the trial because she's one of the uh, magician's assistants that uh, Donnie Blaze sent away and she had to like make a deal with a demon to, to get back basically right. named but, Jake. And she also accidentally uh, gets sent in on Wong who is binge watching the Sopranos and she ruins the episode long-term parking, which as soon as I saw that episode title on screen, I was like, Oh no. Poor yeah, Wong's she, about to be let She down. ruined it twice. And like she did. She was like, I didn't care after this character died. And did I wish I like had seen the Soprano so I could have connected with that a little that, bit. That that is but. the like, I've said it before. That is the episode I always skip when I rewatch. It's so Why? sad. Oh, it's too sad. Okay. One of my favorite characters. So it's, it's like, accurate. Like you yeah. wouldn't be pissed if someone spoiled yes. that for you. Furious. Okay. It's and and <laughs> and the other deaths that she spoiled later on from a different episode is the right the other character that you really just can't <laughs> suffer losing. Like I'd rather lose Tony than lose either of those two characters. Like I Tony love Stark. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Starks. Yeah. Starks. Um, 
Okay, but, well that's yeah. good that it, it like, no, it was very, true. very, very good, very funny. But something I was about the like, Sopranos existing in the Marvel universe is doesn't sit right with me. But like, I, I like I, it. it was weird because like th- that's not a Disney property. No, they just really wanted to use the Sopranos. Yeah, well, you had to get that music in there. The music's so iconic. <laughs> um, I I still can't hear the HBO crackle and intro without yeah. it leading into the Sopranos theme to me. I it is so ingrained in my memory that that is those two things go together. That's interesting. Yeah. But I liked all the Soprano stuff. I was like, Michael's gonna like this. I loved it. I popped. Um I like Madison and Wong. Yes. Their friendship. Question mark. I don't know. Wongers. Maybe more. Wong needs a friend, you know? Like he does. Wong Wong's got a lot on his on his plate. Yeah. I mean it's not going to work out for Wong being friends with Madison with a Y. Um, but, you know, for now, it's pretty good. How do you know it's not going to work out? They were in the after credit scene watching watching it together. Like, it's funny <laughs> that she watched it, too. I don't really, you wouldn't think, but. <laughs> That's true. She's a big I, fan. <laughs> she's, a, she's a good friend of Wong. She wants to be there for, for, for her buddy, for Wongers. Yeah. I I love this show, man. This show's great. I have no notes. It's very good. I'm tired of people complaining about it. But yeah, you're right. I haven't seen much this week specifically. Oh, I'm sure uh, nothing will go wrong with Daredevil appearing next week. And everyone will be very thrilled with the new interpretation. And Right. And it'll be very well received. But like they did kind of tease the next week episode at the end. Uh, Jen got served with, um, you know, a lawsuit from Titania. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently she's she copyrighted Copywritten. She-Hulk or she trademarked She-Hulk and she's infringing upon it. That's um, fantastic. Which I, I'm like, has she been selling things as she, like with She-Hulk? I don't know. I'm like, how is that? Uh, well, it's 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 tarnishing the brand. Like if I like if I go out on TV and I say Disney, 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 and I'm doing things that does not represent the Disney Corporation. I can get sued for defamation or some for defamation, sort of... but not like a trademark thing. Like you can name yourself Batman if you want, but that's true. You can't sell shirts that say Batman. So I'm like, maybe she's getting paid for these like TV appearances. Oh, like, as I guess She-Hulk we'll find out. out. We'll find out uh, when the courtroom he... scene happens. I'm interested. I want to know what's going to happen. I want to know that how Daredevil. Is. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited to see more Jamila Jamil because she's great and she had like two seconds in the first episode. So. I know. I know. That's that's what Lori's looking forward to the most. She, oh, is Lori, she? Lori loves Jamila Jamil. Does she watch The Good Place or where does she know her from? Or... I don't know. Instagram, I think. I don't, yeah, Lori's, she's big online. She's a good yeah, presence on Twitter. Yeah, no, Lori's, Lori's never watched um, any TV, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so, but, She-Hulk is her first uh, television experience. So. It's not far off. <laughs> Um, but no, I'm I'm excited to see more Jamil Jamil too. I think she's great. Pens across the board. Yep. Um, we got a cool action scene. I should say that too. Oh yeah, we did. I like the little uh, demons escaping. Like the, the animation looked really good. Animation. I guess you can call it animation, right? Yeah. Is that condescending? Uh, no. The... <laughs> yes, okay. but it's okay. I didn't mean it that way. It looked the effects were really great. I thought it was good. Yeah. I agree. Oh, um, wait. No. I wanted to say one more thing. I have a little yes. theory. It's oh. kind of, it seems pretty obvious, so it's probably not a theory, but Todd, who she was on one of her Tinder yes. dates, and he was like, so are you impenetrable? Can anything break your skin? Like, what about vibranium? Like, he's clearly up to something. Working with those guys who tried to take her blood before, right? Like, oh, of course. Okay. We just, we, I don't want to like people to think we didn't catch that. Like, it's going to, that'll pay off at some point. Todd's up to no good, and we don't trust him. Yeah, we don't trust Todd in this house. Exactly. Do not stand. Do not stand, Todd. <laughs> Only I, Jen. I am so ready for next week or Thursday. Tomorrow. But, uh, right, but I'll be watching it Monday probably. Just going by my uh, <laughs> by my track record. I keep wanting to watch it on Thursdays, but it's been Monday every single time. That's fair. Yep, but I love it. Come in and talk to us about it. But anyway. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.
Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online. But not where you think. <laughs> <laughs>